throughout our life, we make all kinds of connections from our neighbors to our coworkers, from family members to people we interact with in business every day. What about the connections we make to ourselves? Today, we'll explore the connections that we make and how they define our lives. This is Things Worth Considering with hosts Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiousis. It's time to consider the possibilities. Hi, welcome to Things Worth Considering. I am here with Alexia Georgiousis and I am Gord Riddell and we're here to talk about We'll get to it in a minute. No, joking. <laughs> Procrastination. Um, everyone's famous demon. Um, it's an interesting thing. Now, just to uh, fill you in, uh, we're going live uh, to air, which means you will be able to join in uh, on the conversations uh, beginning on July the 16th, uh, Thursday at 8 o'clock. And our first guest is going to be Linda Kushner, um, and she's going to be talking about afterlife explorations. So that should be an interesting conversation. Um, it's uh, from that uh, week forward, from the 16th forward, uh, every week until September, right into September, we're going to have a, um, a new person uh, with us that will be talking about interesting subjects. And um, they actually are doing summer summer pro- programs uh, the following week. So it'll give you uh, a chance to see whether you want to maybe uh, tune in and uh, uh, play along with them. So, um, anyways, it's um, uh, we'll keep you informed as we go along here. Uh, how are you? I'm, I'm. I am well, Gord. Thank you. It's a beautiful day today. It was. It's hot. I was. I uh, went for a, a, a little exercise in the park with a friend of mine, and I had mentioned to her that uh, that we were going to be talking about. Um, procrastination. And right. uh, she said, Oh, yeah, it's the story of my life. And I said, Really? And she said, Yeah, I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, actually. <laughs> it, was, it was similar to what how you opened, but, but uh, yeah, it was I'm well, but how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah. We're, uh, you know, sort of uh, getting getting through all the uh, stuff that's happening. And uh, yeah, it's exciting, actually. It is. It's exciting. I'm happy. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's summertime, um, which is kind of weird, but uh, I'm not even sure where the winter went is what's so bizarre. I, I don't even, I, I, now that we're in this heat, I feel like, wow, the spring, everything seems quite far away. And I feel like there's going to soon be an anticipation around, oh, it's fall. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it is a, an, a very interesting experience to sort of, deconstruct time or the constructs of time well i'm funny with people being forced off of work and at home uh i think we've mentioned it like people are like they don't know what day it is uh or what time it is one woman said my cocktails arrive with my breakfast Um, (laughs) (laughs) like she had absolutely she was just so out of the out of the loop on uh, wearing a watch even, you know. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know if that's procrastinating. I think that what's going on is, is that we don't have any structure. At least those of us who are trying to have structure are just really bad at it because there's nobody to support us in that structure. Well, it, that's, a, that's a really good point because I do think that it's very timely, this topic around there has been a complete uh, change in structure. And, and I know I've struggled with that where I was like, you know, oh, what same thing? What day is it? And and oh, what time is it? But I've also found that there is a bit of an ease around being able to pay a little bit more attention to the environment around me, like where the sun is in the sky. You know, the the lighting, and <laughs> and and you know, where like the birds. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But but I think that is it procrastination. No, I think that I'm finding there's been this sort of chomping at the bit for a while and then it's like this okay let's get going and people want to kind of go back to how it used to be and i think that's a danger i think that no or we this we have to be very realistic and hopefully a little bit more aware of what we're stepping into something new and different and better hopefully and with more awareness but it takes time It, it takes time and procrastination i think is connected to that delay and fear and avoidance right totally totally People are just so uh, uh, afraid of going forward. Yeah. 
the unknown. And nothing will make you procrastinate faster than not knowing the answer. <laughs> it's exactly. like, you know, push it back, push it back, push it back. Uh, so the, um, uh, the idea of procrastination is, of course, is, is this whole idea of just delaying. Um, delaying things and and you know it it has sort of a bad rap um, because delaying is not necessarily a bad thing to happen. Uh, of course, it depends on why we're delaying. Uh, yeah. You know, but it's it's um, you know I'm going to lose looking at you uh, because I need to bring up the one the one uh, point. There we go. Yeah, my no other problem. computer went down. Oh. It's called no electricity. Um, I'm so technical. <laughs> so I, now I know why they say when you phone in, do you have it turned on? <laughs> <laughs> so procrastination, the avoidance of doing a task that needs to be accomplished by a certain deadline, and it's the intentional delay or even an habitual delay of starting or finishing a task, even though it might have negative consequences. And that's really interesting because, um, you know, they talk about um, – uh, there's a whole pleasure principle involved here. And of course, if there's a pleasure principle, it's kind of like, well, I'd rather go for the pleasure than the discomfort. So absolutely. That, yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of really a built in mechanism, you know, like not only is it natural for us to, to delay, but, you know, to go for pleasure, you know, over, over pain or over arduous, you know, even if it's just the perception, often the things that we delay, when we get to it, it's like, really? And I was like upset about this or mm-hmm. like, it, we kind of fly through it often, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, that, and that happens like in so many, you know, whether it's a work thing or whether it's a personal thing, even in therapy I've seen where it's like, you know, circle around an issue and back around and under it and over it. And all of a sudden that issue just goes boom. And it's like, is that all there is? Yeah. <laughs> Peggy yeah. Lee starts singing. Um, <laughs> oh, is she the one who did that song? Yeah, is that all there is? Okay, okay. Dancing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think I think your point around you know that is it intentional, and I don't know about you, but I feel like I know I'm I often will know when I'm procrastinating, and then what I find is that it's. It's a, it's then I'll berate myself and be like, it's, you know, I should be doing this or, you know, why am I afraid of it? Or what's, you know, what's the big deal? And, and I also can oscillate into this place of, you know, rushing through things to get it done because I don't like it. So it's just basically, I'm just going to go as fast as I can. So I don't have to feel any discomfort, but I don't know if it's necessarily intentional like, you know, I've, I've seen some people where their mode of operating when they get scared or when they're in the unknown is they have to slow everything down. And it drives mm. me crazy, personally, right. because I want to speed things up. Right. And, <laughs> so, yeah, so people, people drag out the pain and you want to get oh, through it. And tear yeah, it exactly. And it, yeah. it creates, you know, Attention. lots of arguments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you're saying something, you just said something I think is really important and that is that you don't like it. You don't like it. You know, I mean, we, we all have aspects say of our jobs that we don't like the administrative end or, you know, whatever the regulation end of it or, or so on. But it's like, yeah, it has to be done, but does it have to be done today? You know? So I think there's, there really is that whole thing of wanting to, you know, sort of push it as far back as you can and come running in at the last minute, you know? Uh, but the, I don't like it, I think plays a huge role. I agree. Especially if there's pleasurable things that I could be doing. Or, and pleasurable just means that it's, it, it piques my interest much greater than doing administrative uh, work. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. You know I, I mean, I didn't start out as an administrator and I've sort of wound up, you know, in many ways being one. Right. Uh, you know, I was a practitioner. So, you know, is uh, and I like doing that and I like helping practitioners become better practitioners. I don't like all the other stuff that, you know, is behind yeah. it. Yeah. So it gets procrastinated. Well, and, I, and it does. And I think that part of it as well is mindset. I mean, I know there's a fair number of hypnotherapists that will work with that and how to, again, work with the nature of the brain that wants pleasure and avoidance of pain. So, right. but, but it's, and, and that's where it's that awareness piece where we can see it and why am I avoiding this? And then how do I trick my mind almost into believing that this will be pleasurable? And that is, 
I find it's quite challenging because it's like, well, I, I can't, I can go into, yes, I'm going to feel so much better that my taxes are done, or I'm going to you know, feel so much better that this, whatever project I'm working on this research. But I, I do think that, again, it's something that I feel COVID-19, this experience is letting us see more and more of these deficits of these essential skills that we don't teach and we don't oh model God. and 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 going back to the 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 ground roots of you know parents that need some support and the schools and the teachers that need support to be able to learn how to be different or how to be you know more patient and less um less less frustrated when we get into those states of being because it's it's natural. I mean, it's very addictive to get into the checklist thing and, oh, I got this done and this done. But when you're not present, which I've experienced often, is that right. then it's like, well, what the hell am I doing? It's totally empty and, yeah, and yeah. it doesn't feel good. It doesn't give me any nourishment, right? Well, the other, you know, the, the, the other side of that thing of keeping that list and check it off, check it off, check it off is it's never finished because you keep adding to the bottom of it. Exactly. There's never, you know, unless you put a day in that and you don't touch it, it's never completed because most of us have this to-do list that you just keep adding on to and reprioritizing. Yeah. You know? So I, I think that the, the other thing that plays in here too, amongst others is, is what we deem to be a priority, you know? So, you know, I mean, one, one of the things was, you know, could, could have like 10 things and they're all priorities is what's, what really is the priority. And it's like, whoever is right here, <laughs> Right in right. front of my face, that now becomes the priority. You know, um, it's very hard to say to someone who's standing right there, "You're not a priority right now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and 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 I think that's where those being able to speak from a place of, you know, what you're really important to me, and right now I need to do this, but I'm going to come back to this, and right. that's a skill set because again, we don't learn it how to how to communicate in in a way that is very conscious. And acknowledging ourselves because we are trained to typically focus on what's outside of us rather than what's going on inside to be able to identify what's truly a priority for where I want to be or where I'm going. Because, you know, it's that idea that tomorrow never comes. We keep planning for tomorrow that never comes. Right. And and that can be, it's very empty, but it can feel uh, quite pointless because we still have to show up and ha- make our lives work. Right. But it, it's that, again, going back to that sense of balance and recognition of, wait a minute, what feels a priority to me? And that's hard when there's deadlines, I think. That's very Well, hard. and that's just it. I think that, you know, when you were saying about school and so on, that every every person, every teacher, their their assignment, you know, was a priority. And you would have this date and this date and this date and this date. There was no, you know, how do you set that up, work it through, prioritizing, you know, and so on, because each teacher would give you hell if you didn't get yeah. their date, That's you know, right. uh, uh, when you submitted. Yes. So it, it's it's more of a, uh, yeah, whoever's in your face or whatever day comes up and it's due, it's due, you know, and you just have to make, make that happen. Uh, and I don't think that's how we teach people how to, you know, move towards something and, and pull it apart. You know, part of, you know, why we procrastinate is, is that, well, we can have like self-esteem issues, depression, obviously anxiety, uh, not feel that we know what we're doing. We're out of our, our league. Uh, you know, all of that is definitely a subset of feelings going on. There's also the thing is it's just too damn big. Mm-hmm. And this is really common in people who are doing vision work or, you know, how do you envision your practice? How do you envision your life? And it's just like, uh, I don't even know where to begin. You know, they, they can have a great vision, but it's taking it and bringing it down and down, you know, that there's all these little small steps and then it's not nearly as overwhelming. It's not nearly as scary. Yeah. You know, but we, we have a tendency to work from a place of, you know, the big picture, you know, work from the big picture. Well, our brain just goes, I can't do all this. You know, it's just, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And that's a, a really good point. I remember when I had, uh, first graduated from naturopathic college. And back then, I, I, you know, there wasn't really a need for websites weren't really that, you know, uh, big, so to speak. Right. And, and, and then when I looked at the idea of just putting material together for my website, it was, it was like, oh, website, 
you know, write these, these certain pages, but that in itself takes a lot of time. So breaking it down into small pieces, because you're right, we expect that it's going to be immediate or we expect it's going to be easy and, or whatever it is. And that in itself can start to feel like, wow, I'm not getting anything done. I'm not accomplishing. And then it spirals into, wow, I'm, you know, I'm not organized or whatever the story is, Yeah, which is again, where we need that sense of grounding something that's maybe a big job, but grounding into something very practical and having realistic expectations. Yeah. I mean, you get perfectionism and stuff, get in there and it can really just blow it right out of the water for everybody. You know? I don't know anything about that. No, me neither. So, uh, <laughs> with you. Uh, <laughs> Gord. I'm just kidding. Uh, but on that note, we need to kid ourselves into a commercial break here. And uh, we will be right back here listening to Things Worth Considering. And we'll be back in two minutes. Out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The White House Doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Young Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll-free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. Are you satisfied with your life? Do you know more should be possible? Listen to the Access Consciousness radio show with Dr. Andrew Gardella. Our program offers pragmatic tools to change things in your life that you haven't been able to change until now. What if all of life could come to you with ease, joy, and glory? Tune into Access Consciousness Radio Show, Thursday, 2 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Welcome to the world. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiousis. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now back to Things Worth Considering. Hi, welcome back to Things Worth Considering. Uh, this is Gord Riddell, and I'm here with Alexia Georgiousis. And we're talking about procrastination. We were almost procrastinating coming back from the commercial break. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the prevalence, there's a number of studies that I found um, about, uh, most of this is to do with uh, university students that were uh, uh, examined. But back in 1984, 46% of people felt that they always procrastinated in writing their papers. And, and uh, you know, 30% was, was like uh, procrastinating about studying for exams or doing their weekly assignments. They do it again in 1992, and it, it jumps from 46 up to 52 percent. Now, fascinating. fascinating. What I'm seeing is what's going on here uh, too is is that we're seeing more and more of technology coming into our daily lives. You know, in '84, 
people didn't have a computer at home. Right. You know, right. Uh, and because there was no internet, there was nothing to work with, right? By 92, we're starting to, to be able to get more information. 2004, the study was done, it's now up to 70% um, of, of people categorizing themselves as procrastinators, whereas there's only like, you know, say less than 50% in 84 that considered it to be a major life, a major problem in their life. You know, well, so, and then it's it's so um, it's quite shocking, but it's also you're right. It, it ties into what's happening in technology, and again, what are the messages that we keep continually get? And with social media, you know, I just recently I'm on Facebook, which I've never been on, and I was really sad to bite the bullet and be like, oh, I'm not going <laughs> to go on Facebook. Yeah, me, but, me too, but I use it for about. yeah, I use it for work purposes. But I I do find that there's that that false sort of image that these people people are just doing all this stuff all the time and i think that that is again going into that oh how much are we doing so so it it doesn't allow us to be present and to just be with the particular person or ourselves or a task at hand because it's we're we're constantly getting a message of there's so much information what you're saying there's so much choice choice is over, overwhelming well, it is absolutely. Uh, it's also the, a, a really, uh, a really bad place that people compare themselves to others. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, well, they're doing this and they're doing this and blah blah blah. You know, and it's just, uh, yeah, you know, it's a it's a dangerous place for anybody who's going through anything in which their self esteem is even remotely involved. Yes. You know, at least I think it is. You know. Oh, I and I think I actually believe the studies even show that with, with. Um, you know, looking at images and, and getting that sense of, wow, I'm, I'm, you know, comparing because I think inevitably that does happen where, oh, I wish I was traveling or doing this and doing that. And, and it just spirals into this sense of, of, again, I'm not enough. And yeah, I, and yeah. I, so the belief around, oh, procrastination is consistently a problem. I really wonder in this study, what is the interpretation of this? It's meaning, you know, if what are the facts? Is someone truly procrastinating or are they actually able to complete assignments or show up for their classes or whatever it is? Well, the two, two, two of the criteria that became sort of evident out of all of these studies was is that procrastination was shown uh, to be greater on tasks that were perceived as unpleasant uh, or that it was an imposition of tasks onto the students and they believed that they lacked the required skills for accomplishing it. Uh, so yeah. It's about looking bad. Mm-hmm. So as long and as I don't do it, I can't look bad. Right. Or you getting know? it right in what you said earlier about the unknown. That's right. That's right. You know, and I think there's some cultural differences here. I think that from the in the Eastern, uh, you know, some of the Eastern cultures looking bad publicly is much worse than it is in the West. You know, the West is about the perfectionism piece. Hmm. You know, so there really is some cultural differences around procrastination and, and sort of what what roots into the into the uh, that whole area. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just found that really interesting. In these studies is that you progressively saw as technology grew. Uh, you know, uh, how many people continually would now start to see themselves way above like three quarters uh, as procrastinators? That's huge. Huge. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, one, one of the, the things is certainly it, it's an avoider, you know, for, for um, you know, experiencing negative emotions by delaying the task, right? Mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. deem it to be stressful, then boom, you know, we're likely to really push it back as far as we can. So it's kind of like the whole pleasure principle once again takes over here, you know, that if it's unpleasant, we're not going to really rush towards it. If it's pleasurable, we're doing it now. Right. Um, you know, even if it does mean I have to like break a sweat, um, as long as I'm having fun doing it, you know. Um, yeah, and if we're if we're able to, you know, foster that sense of, you know, it's okay to feel uncomfortable. And I think you know what I remember reading. I can't remember who it was, but but um, something about the the length of time that an uncomfortable feeling typically lasts is around ninety seconds. So if really? we, yeah, if we are willing, because remember that idea of energy and emotion is basically emotions are energy in motion. Yes, so absolutely. If we are able to basically recognize that, wow, 90 seconds, if I can just be in this experience for 90 seconds, it will pass, it will shift. 
90 <laughs> seconds is a very long time if you're not having a good time here. It is a long time, but that's where you go, okay, how do I breathe? How do I just remind myself of, you know, it's going to like, look at the watch because yes, it could feel forever. But again, I think that that gives someone a sense of security almost where there's also a, a reliance or trust in the self that this emotion or this feeling will pass. Right. And then instead of ruminating, the mind is so strong, our thinking minds are so strong that it often overrides and keeps going into the story. So, so you know, I feel like if Whether we it's were, real or not. Yeah, exactly, story. exactly. And But knowing that way, okay, if, if I have 90 seconds or even 60 seconds to say, and looking at how to breathe, like remember that exercise you did where it's like fill your lungs, you know, fill your lungs until they, you know, fill the room or yep. that sense of expansion of the senses. Yes. So, so those little tools, I think, can again teach us and support humanity on how to be human. Because remember, you and I were saying how yeah, I think they threw out the rule book, and where do, where do, who have, who has that rule book? Who has like, it? Who find it? Exactly like they have it, not me. It's like it's <laughs> it's really challenging, and then and then when you go, wait a minute, everyone feels like this on some level, but that's often not shared, right? No, of course not. Of course yeah. not. I mean, that's a you know, we 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 did a show a few weeks ago called Breaking the Silence. Yes, you know, and that was about us expressing specifically expressing. Uh, um, not feeling okay about what was going on with the pandemic or our fear or whatever. And, you know, I mean, that, that, just that idea though, can be put across anything and everything. No one rarely will admit, especially men will admit that we're nervous or scared starting something new or that we're fearful about getting sick or that we're in a high risk category with this virus. Although everybody's in a high risk category now, uh, you know, like it's it's uh, something that is just not almost acceptable. We're just socialized somehow not to express that. Right, right. It's like, come on, you big girl. You know? well, and, and there, that's part of it is that, you know, and I take, a, you know, I don't take a personal offense, but I think that that whole thing about, oh, girls are the ones who get scared. Right. It's like, no, that's not necessarily true. It's not true but, at all. But but we we do, I think, I think that some people don't want to express their feelings because, very often it's not met with, oh, really? Okay. Well, it's just acceptance of what it is. Instead, it's, oh, you shouldn't feel like that. Or, well, why do you feel like that? Right, really? Right. Like, or get you know, over it. Walk it exactly. off. Exactly. So yeah. so it's dismissive or it's basically shamed. And yep. and again, it's not safe for somebody to just go, oh, I'm actually feeling really nervous about this. And, and, you know, and, yet any of us starting a new task, a new job, a new relationship, a new anything has a certain level of anxiety. Well, and you need it. Studies show that if we, you know, our interpretation of stress and our belief about stress and anxiety, especially when people have performance anxiety, if people are able to change their wording and their mindset to say something like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling these feelings because I'm really passionate about Yes. This music or what I'm going to do. But again, it's a practice because it's not going to happen instantaneously. But and then once you do it, it's like, wow, it's I did that. I actually right. did it. Well, you know, one of the things that I do in terms of teaching is help people to see that the physiology effect, the physiological effects of anxiety are exactly the same as of excitement. Mm-hmm. Your heart speeds up, your blood yes. pressure goes up, you might break out in a sweat, your respiratory rate becomes more shallow, your digestion shifts, uh, and that's excitement or it's anxiety. And really, we make the decision, is this good, you know, am I scared or am I anticipating, you know, really cool things and excited right. about it? Right. But my body will feel exactly the same. Exactly. Exactly, exactly the same. They have exactly the same physiological mechanism. It's just that my attitude around this is that I don't like it. Therefore, you know, it's anxious, and I'm really looking forward to this, and therefore, I'm excited. Yes, that's it's it's so interesting. It's so great to and and imagine if that was brought into you know education systems and with families, so that from a little ages, young ages. Children understood that and learned that, oh, this is what it feels like and this is what I can do. Because I think that that would, that's hopefully, I'm, I, I think these gaps that we're identifying in our systems are, are being more and more revealed with COVID-19, right? And then it's mm. really having conscious leadership to step in to say, okay, how can we implement 
different strategies to support, you know, the collective. Right, right, right. And, and you know, procrastination is not a good coping mechanism, you know, for anxiety. Yeah. Because yeah. then you start to feel anxious about the fact that you were anxious and therefore you procrastinated or the deadline's coming up faster and, and uh, you know, you're just getting more anxious about it. Yeah, yeah. And you made a really good point right at the start where sometimes delaying is okay. Sometimes waiting or being patient. But well, is, you know, is, there are some things, like, for instance, right now with, you know, being in this pandemic, the, the thing that we talk about consistently uh, is, is we don't know what certain things are going to happen. You know, we need to wait until next week for, say, the premier to, you know, the prime minister to make an announcement because we know something's going to shift here. So that's not procrastination. That's just waiting wisely instead of making decisions here based on this information, knowing it's going to shift in a week. You know? Yes. So when, we're, when you're in a situation in which all the data is not in or the data consistently keeps changing, then I think it's kind of a wise thing to do is to wait. Definitely. You know, Definitely. You're it's, just wasting everyone's time. Yes, yes. And it's, or getting hopes up, hopes down, hope, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's really, it's crazy making behavior, actually. It, it is. It absolutely is. And it, and I think that, you know, you're speaking to a, a point around taking responsibility for our own experiences, regardless of what's happening outside. We know that as a society that, yes, there's a waiting in place. Right. And, you know, then recognizing in the self what's happening, because I know I'm back in the clinic, we've just started back in in-person visits with a lot of personal protection um, equipment around. And, you know, there's protocols that are involved. And it is a very different way to engage with somebody. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, I found you have to slow everything down even further, because suddenly there's new protocols and new way of being new way of all, all of it, these rules that are there. But I, I'm responsible for how, how I respond to it. I have to take that responsibility and not, you know, be upset about what's happening externally. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you're, uh, you're also having to deal with everybody else's perception yes. of what's going on. They're, yes. They might be in the office visiting you, but they're scared shitless. Oh, the, and some people are, right? They're, 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 they're worried terrified. because it's the, you know, the, do they, how can they, how, they don't want to get sick. And again, we've talked about this around mortality. We know we have a culture that we don't, we don't talk about this at all. No, no. That's why we're talking about procrastinating and not putting it off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so negative coping, uh, you know, responses then for procrastinators are things like avoidance, you know, avoiding a location or situation where the task is going to take place. As long as you don't see me, I don't have to be asked about when this is going to happen. Uh, denial and triv- trivialization, um, you know, pretending that the behavior is not procrastinating, you know, um, it, uh, which is an important one that Very. avoided or, you know, essential task is, is not uh, being done. Distraction. Oh my God, everyone gets distracted. You know, there's all these 50 year olds who are now being diagnosed as ADD and ADHD. Oh, um, yeah, it's... And that's not to take it away from them. But at the same time, by the time they're 50, I would think they pretty much figured out how to deal with distractions. You know, I mean, I can be yeah. distracted. Oh, shiny thing, you know, <laughs> as it runs by. And I'm gone, you know, but uh, it's it's just one of those things, you know, video games, uh, web browsing, all that kind of stuff is just such a distraction. Well, it's a, it's a really good point you bring up, Gord, because it goes back to this sense of, wait a minute, don't make an, I don't want to say an excuse, that's the wrong term, because it's not to um, dismiss anyone who's been diagnosed or, or with that. But, but there is, there is also again self-responsibility of what can I do if this is part of my makeup then what can I do to help myself feel more focused and more grounded and it does require discipline it requires consistency not rigidity but it requires different choices which you know isn't always easy by any means no it's not no it's not because then if if we make if we make the choices then who are we going to blame exactly and blaming is often used in, in uh, procrastination. Uh, we need to break here. And uh, we will be back on the other side of these commercials. This is Things Worth Considering. We'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. 
the White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Imagine a place where ancient wisdom and modern research combine to create a non-judgmental, dynamic educational environment. We believe learning is much more than just theories. It is the application of those theories that anchor your learning deep inside yourself. Our physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual selves are embraced and nurtured, learning how to create an internal balance. This is Transformational Arts College of Spiritual and Holistic Training. Since 1988, we continue our mission of spiritually focused education for all who seek. We offer integrative personal development and professional training in spiritual psychotherapy, holistic health care, spiritual director, coaching, and esoteric studies. We are located in Lawrence Park in Toronto on Yonge Street, north of Lawrence Avenue. It's easy to get to and harder to leave. Visit our website at transformationalarts.com or inquire at TAC at transformationalarts.com or call us toll-free at 1-888-TAC-SELF. Transformational Arts, bringing body, mind, and spirit together. Are you satisfied with your life? Do you know more should be possible? Listen to the Access Consciousness radio show with Dr. Andrew Gardella. Our program offers pragmatic tools to change things in your life that you haven't been able to change until now. What if all of life could come to you with ease, joy, and glory? Tune into Access Consciousness Radio Show, Thursday, 2 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Welcome to the world. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. listening to Things Worth Considering with Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiousis. We'd love to hear from you via email to info at spiritgrows.ca. That's info at spiritgrows.ca. Now back to Things Worth Considering. Hi, welcome back to Things Worth Considering. I'm Gord Riddell and I am here with my co-host Alexia Georgiousis. Uh, so we were, we were talking about sort of negative coping mechanisms with, uh, procrastination. Uh, the one that, you know, there's blaming of course. Um, but the other one is, is people who use humor, um, invalidating their own procrastination or mocking other people. You know, yes. Uh, and that is common. I think it, it really is when it actually, mm-hmm. they're using that humor to basically ridicule, you know, um, uh, which is just so wrong. It just, it just really is, uh, uh, the whole thing of the, the way people are judging others is is crazy, but we don't have very good examples of what it looks like not to do that uh, at a national level, uh, which I think, you know, our elected leaders should be showing us yeah. possibilities, not taking away, you know, uh, from from people's lived experiences kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. And it also goes into, again, unconsciousness where it someone doesn't know and they their only way of dealing with their own feelings of insecurity or not meeting their goals is, is, or their intentions. I don't even like the word goals, to be honest. I just like in, intentions that it's, it's a sense of I'm not making progress and I'm stuck. And the only way they can feel that they have a sense of power is to project the criticism onto other people. And I think that um, it is unfortunate and hopefully people that have experienced that, I know I have where you just, you just have to realize that it has nothing to do with you. And it's, it's again, you know, recognizing and and knowing, you know what, this is not maybe a person that I want to share my celebrations with or, or things with, but again, comparison is, is, you know, we have moods. We forget that moment to moment, our, our energy changes, our mood changes. And we, we just have to keep bringing it back to a sense of, trying to be present and trying to just take it one step at a time. But it's really challenging when we're inundated with so much information and belief that somehow we need to be doing something else. And so many people that think that they have a right to an opinion. Yeah. About, you know, so 
<clears throat> I think an important thing is, is that we, we learn not to personalize other people's projections because that's like, well, if I was doing it, this is the way I would, but yeah. you're not doing it. You're not right. even here. Right. So, you know, it's like, you know, to put that out there, really, it's their right. projection of themselves. Right. The, the book, The uh, Four Agreements, mm-hmm. it goes into that, you know, uh, yes. quite nicely, actually. And, and, when, and the big one is, is not to personalize other people's stuff, you know, yeah, it's... Um, because it just is, is their, their, you know, filter that sees the world. Yeah. And it's, and it, you're right. It's giving pr- yourself permission. I find that now I'm better, not always, but be, basically, no, I don't want to give unsolicited advice. If, if right. and it goes back to being able to just listen instead of bringing in an opinion, because sometimes people are just sharing to just share. But I think, imagine how it would be if we we're allowing ourselves to just share and there's not these opinions being, you know, thrown at us. We would have, we would have a lot more silence in the world. <laughs> well, because a lot of them are sharing just because they can't stand their own silence. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you yeah. go silent, you might feel something. Yeah. As long the, as you keep talking, exactly. you can't feel anything. Exactly. One Nothing. of the things I had a, a, a spiritual teacher, uh, someone who I, I was uh, at a at Nine Gates Mystery School, and he was talking about the uh, procrastination as nooses or lassoes that the mind has. And one of them was basically denying the importance, especially around meditation or any kind of conscious practice to connect to spirit. Right. So one of them was to deny the importance of it where the mind says it's not really that important. Uh, another one was to, to basically say, well, you know what? It really doesn't matter. It doesn't make that much of a difference. So it's the idea that there's something else that's better um, to do. Another one was, well, if I don't do this right now, then something will happen. So mm. it's, it's sort of that's fear, a little bit of fear. Yeah. And then the fourth one was to basically say, well, you know what? I'm kind of different. I don't really need to practice meditation that way or spend time with myself or check in. And again, everyone has their own different way of connecting to the inner self or consciousness. But I feel that this is part of our issue. And at the break, we were talking about this, that I, you said it perfectly, Gord. I can't remember your words exactly, but. Um, around what this is really about in terms of, you know, procrastination. I have no idea what I said. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> That's quite common, you, actually. You, you, <laughs> well, you, you base, I'll, I'll paraphrase. I'll try to remember. You, you said something like, you know, ultimately it's that, uh, it, it's that inability or that denial of the importance of, of being able, not even importance, but the denial of, of whatever your belief system is, that there is a larger wisdom that is part of us and and you know ultimately when we keep avoiding that connection we find ourselves spinning in these sort of lower vibration patterns that that repeat and beat our beat us up and beat our egos up and and the whole bit right i'm paraphrasing denial denial of our our own um worth to be able to uh, you know to connect to you know, the higher power or whatever you want to call it uh, without naming anything. But, you know, you know, avoidance of any spiritual practice is usually going to have, it's not just procrastination. It's because of not feeling good about yourself, that you don't feel that you're worthy enough to be able to have that connection. Or there's going to be back to the back of the head when you make it, you know, it's like I'm going into church, look out for the lightning rods. Right. 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 (laughs) Or the lightning strikes, you know? So, you know, we have to be, you know, re- you know, realize that people who become chronic, you know, chronically procrastinated, there's much greater things going on there. Uh, you know, like their their guilt, you know, their guilt, their anxiety, their stress is all playing out uh, in there. There internally, there's some sort of a crisis going on. Yes, you know, uh, a crisis of self worth. Um, and then when you add to that, the, you know, the social stigma around, oh, yeah, he'll probably get it in, you know, like yesterday or, you know, when it was due like a year ago. Um, people, you know, so people will take that on. Like we were just saying, you know, people always have opinions about it. And so when people people need to be really, really careful about, you know, how we criticize people. An example, we were talking uh, just uh, with a group just recently. I, uh, it was, of course, on Zoom because there's no groups allowed. But 
it was like going up behind this guy, say, who's like six foot, six and a half and, and going, excuse me. And the guy doesn't move. And you go, excuse me and get louder. It doesn't move. He doesn't even flinch. And you're like, what a jerk. And then you realize she's stone deaf. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, we're so quick yeah. to judge that this guy was a jerk and we're really angry so because quick. he didn't yeah. do what I wanted. And in fact, the man has a disability. Right. You right. know, and now we're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And he, he's, he's like, what, what? He doesn't know what's even going on, you know, because he can't hear it. So, uh, you know, we're very, very, very fast to judge. And I think we we really have to move past that. I agree a hundred percent. And I, and judge I, yourself. I don't care, but don't, yeah. don't throw it on everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> yeah. And it, and it, and it is around, we don't learn how to be curious or how to have critical thinking in terms of, again, our systems that are failing us, that there are good things about lots of systems that exist, but, but part of this COVID-19 experience, there's a collapse in these structures for good reason. Mm. And they're showing a lot of gaps, but again, we're not learning how to be curious and how to recognize, wait, I'm making this massive judgment or assumption. And it, it takes usually pain and suffering before people will either step out of that comfort zone and be willing to say, wait a minute, I have to look at what's going on in me instead of these people around me. The other part is also, I think with procrastination, I do believe there's some level of fear around success that what happens if I succeed or I break out of my, you know, community or the family or whatever it is that I'm suddenly, I'm going to be with new people or different experiences. And I think that can often hold people back where they procrastinate, not really realizing why they are. Yeah, and I think more people actually have a fear of success than they do of failure. I do too. You know, uh, failure, uh, you know, I, I can't stand this course. Oh, it's okay. You know, I'm sure there's another course you could take. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't like this job. That's okay. So when, every time we, we kind of encounter something that we need to pull back from, we actually have a lot of support in our society. We're, we're used to saying, oh, it's okay. You can quit. Exactly. You can quit. You don't have to like push yourself and learn anything new. It's okay. You can quit. You know, but what happens if you are successful is what more do you have to keep doing to stay successful? Yeah. And that, that just, you know, whether it's successful in a relationship, finally you meet somebody and, and, you know, you have lots of feelings and they have feelings and it's like, what do I have to keep doing in order to keep those feelings happening? And that is such so well said, because I think that's something that I know for myself, that's always taken a while to realize, wait a minute, if there's this fear, then what am I believing that I have to sustain? And it goes into this idea of being very conditional, you know, that I, you know, we're only loved or we're only needed because of these conditions. If I I do this or if I do Yeah. And I'm only successful with this. There's no forgiveness. There's no reprieve. And, and I think that is also not human. I think that there's also no recognition that maybe someone loves you just because of who you are. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, right. we, our songs are just so awful. Like, you're nobody till somebody loves you. Go to hell. <laughs> um, I know. I terrible. know. They're terrible. And people, people take them in and they're singing it, a lo- singing it. And it's like, do you even think of the meaning of this song? Yes, yes. Okay. Very good point. Very good point. Yeah, you know, it's just like maybe somebody if I think you know one of the things you need to know about yourself is what do you bring to the table? We we put a lot into oh this person's this and this person's that. Uh but what do you bring? You're you're not like this empty lump that's sitting there. Obviously they see something in you. Right. So why don't you right. find what's going on in you that they right. actually find attractive? Right. And and also and also it there is freedom in terms of letting go of these labels and ideas of this is why, or this is who I am, the identity, because I think that that's also what impacts procrastination is people get overly attached to the role or the label as that this is who they are. And then if they don't succeed or if they don't do well, or if it's too new or too challenging, then they're nothing. And the irony is, is that when you get into, you know, as we know, in terms of spiritual consciousness, beginner's mind, the idea is that you want to be nothing. You want to be as as empty as possible. You want to empty from all of this stuff so that you can actually be inspired and be more connected to the divine or whatever you want to call it, right? So, 
you know, some of the, some of the, some of the stuff that, that reduces our procrastination is just that be aware of our habits and the thoughts that lead to it, our, our attitudes, you know, um, uh, seeking help from people that if we do have self-defeating behaviors that are coming from anxiety or we have poor concentration or we suck at time management or perfectionism, you know, oh, yeah. those really need someone else to help us, you know, uh, get through them. Uh, uh, what I just said a minute ago, in a different way, though, but it's just a fair evaluation of what are you bringing to the table? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What's important? What are your values? Right. You know? Right. Um, it, a lot of people, is my values is who my new date is. You know, like they're just take on the other person's persona. Yeah. And we, we, overvalue, we overvalue the thinking mind and intellect. And we think that that has much more value than someone who just can be incredibly present. Exactly. And when you are incredibly present, people get very uncomfortable. Why are you looking at me like this? Mm-hmm. Like, excuse me? You know, uh, you, uh, you seem to sort of be staring at me. He's like, no, I'm just looking in your eyes because you're speaking right now. But they find it very like, whoa, you know, yes. uh, like yes. you're seeing something that they don't want you to see or something, you know. Uh, you know, um, motivation to enjoy activities. And that's what you've been saying about being there, being present. You know, the more present you are, the less likely you are to, to procrastinate. Yes. And that's where the concept of being able to make peace with understanding that there's death in every moment. There's, there's life in every moment. There's that cycle of the rhythm of the earth, that the rhythm of the seasons, that there's, it's continual and we are part of it. Oh, but yeah. I find that's, that's very helpful because it's like, well, this moment is gone now. Like, you know, our, what, what we've just been doing, it, what we just said uh, two minutes ago, it's gone. Right. 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 And, and I think that what you know about your values helps you to set your priorities. You know, sometimes, yes. sometimes what we're establishing as priorities and nobody else is maybe because our values are just slightly askew. You know, or we think that this is more important or, or whatever. Yeah. And I think you're bringing up something that's interesting around clarity, because I feel that, again, yes. what gets muddled and what creates a lot of procrastination is that there's overload of information, too much choice. And then you get buried in the information and don't have a, a good sense of what is clear for yourself, your own values. How true. You know? How true. Yeah. Uh, there's like going to a restaurant that has like, you know, 100 items on it. It's like, try and make a decision. You know, oh. I'd rather have six. You have this, Me too. this, this, this. You know? Me too. So we're coming up, unfortunately, at the end of the show here. Uh, we invite everyone uh, back uh, next week live. Uh, that'll be the 16th of July. Linda Kushner will be here and she will be talking about uh, exploring the afterlife. It's quite fascinating. Uh, she's done lots of work in this area. So uh, we ask you to join us then and be free to uh, call in. The uh, number will be posted on our host page uh, at Voice America. So this is Gordon Dell and Alexia Georgiousis, and we are wishing you a fabulous week. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Things Worth Considering. Please join your hosts, Alexia Georgiousis and Gord Riddell, for another edition next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, think about the connections in your life and how they define who you are.